We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. move on to running back Ryan a for me so I you look at what they signed last two years uh, you signed Jabron Payne last year you signed Jerry uh, Price last year and you signed Jeremiah Love this year the injury concern for me is not Jerry Price because I'm not factoring it in I don't want us to factor that in but you look at Jabron Payne and I think his injury history does impact yep. me now i love the talent but i can't ignore the fact that for his last two years he was barely healthy as a high school football player but for me when i look at this one two punch of jadarian price and jeremiah love i can't tell you the last time that notre dame in back-to-back years landed home run hitters like this it's been a long time this is as explosive as a one-two punch as you're going to find so in back-to-back years notre dame landed top 100 running backs and that can't be dismissed man it can't mm-hmm. be dismissed. So yeah. home run for me. And the other part too is when I look at it is fine. You got three running backs, but you can't play three running backs together. Actually. Yeah. You can play at least two of them together and maybe three, because I could see a scenario three years from now where they do this crazy 31 personnel group where you've got Jadarian price and Jeremiah love in the backfield and Jabron Payne out there in the slot. Right. And and you're doing some funky things with that and having some fun with that as just a change up type of personnel group. But the fact that Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love are both legitimately impactful pass catchers mm-hmm. means you can use them together in different looks. Jeremiah Love could easily line up outside. And Jadarian Price in high school was another guy that I mean, there's plays in his high school film, Ryan, where he's running backside seam routes, catching the ball over the shoulder in high school. You know, mm-hmm. like he's a legit pass catcher, too. Uh, so both of those kids bring that pass-catching acumen, pass-blocking acumen. I think that's one of the most underrated parts of Jeremiah Love's game is he is a legitimately good pass-blocker in high school. And they even used him at times as a lead blocker for the running back. Now, i got to question that uh, strategy where you're giving the ball to somebody else and asking <laughs> Jeremiah Love to block for them. i got to question your coaching strategy. But, hey, they want to say championship, so, hey, it is what it is, right? But he was a legitimately physical blocker at his at his high school level. Now, you're not doing that in college. But the point is, they felt comfortable enough about his physicality to step up and take on blocks that they used him in, in that role. So 
I think that factors in too. So home run hitter, check. Depth, check. Versatility, check. Meeting numbers needs, check. Uh, I, I, I know why you're going to take it down a bit, and so I'm going to let you address that last part of it uh, when it comes to the other part. But for me, when I look at the skill and just the numbers that I felt this staff needed, I think they absolutely knocked it out of the park. And I, I look around the country, and I don't see many teams that in a two-year span – signed a running back tandem that I would look at and say, yeah, I'd trade Notre Dame's guys for those guys. I don't. And that includes Bama's two-man group this year of Richard Young and Justice Haynes. I would not trade those two for Jeremiah Love and Jadarian Price because I think Jadarian Price brings sort of the same skill set that those two guys bring to the table. Jeremiah Mm -hmm. Love is by far the most explosive of all of all of of, of the Bama guys and is evolving as an every-down back. So – you know, the, the floor may be higher for those two kids at Bama, but the ceiling's mm-hmm. not. And that's what has me fired up about what Notre Dame's adding at running back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you love drinking coffee every morning, you have to check out Trade Coffee. Trade makes it super easy to get the best coffee delivered fresh from the finest local roasters around the country. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment required. Trade partners with the nation's top-rated independent roasters to send you coffee that they know you'll love, fresh to your home, and on your preferred schedule. And you get to support small local businesses, which is a win-win. Whether you already know what you like or are new to specialty coffee and need some help, Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans for however you make coffee at home. My wife likes a dark roast with full flavor. And every brand we've tried has lived up to the billing, whether it's the Big City Blend from Joe's Coffee, the Black Velvet from Atomic Coffee Roasters, or the Holmes Blend from Sparrows. Every cup has not only had a pleasing aroma while brewing, but also a rich, full taste. So whether you're just getting started or a coffee aficionado looking to discover something new, Trade guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll send you a new one for free. Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com irish. That's drinktrade.com irish for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. That's drinktrade.com irish. 
I mean, I, I think I think first and foremost that Jeremiah Love is a top 50 player in the 2023 recruiting class nationally. I think he's that special football player. I think when you're talking about the size, about six foot one, 195 plus pounds, has some physicality to his game, and I think it's only going to improve. He's got some breakaway speed, pass catching ability. I, I think he's an all-around type of running back that he could be a legitimate three-down player on the next level if you need him to be. Now, I don't think Notre Dame will need him to be throughout the majority of his career because that running back room is so loaded, man. I mean, just so many guys, right? I let I honestly left Jabron Payne out of this conversation a little bit, Brian, because I just – I don't know what to expect from him. I don't. I mean, and, and I, I hope – I mean, there is a lot of really incredible film of him when he was a sophomore, you know? Like, you could fall in love with that stuff and be like, that guy could be a dude if he stays healthy. But the problem is, is he just hasn't been, I mean, I, I don't think he had any injury setbacks this year, but he wasn't really playing a ton, obviously right outside of a couple kickoff return duties during the Syracuse game, but you know, missed the previous two, the majority of the previous two years with injuries and they were, you know, pretty significant injuries too. So I kind of just left him out of the conversation. Again, it's unfair of me to a degree, but if, if Jadarian price, had a ACL injury, for instance, this year, I wouldn't really bat an eye at it uh, because ACLs, guys get back so quickly from those types of injuries. But the fact that it's an Achilles does have me a little worried, just slightly. It, it does, you know? It mm-hmm. does a little bit. If it Again, if it was an ACL or a PCL or something else like that. I get that, that but we're yeah. looking at it as rec- what they signed, right? Sure. And so to me, I, the way that this is set up, you can't look at it that way because otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to say like, where was he when he signed? You know right. what I mean? Now you can look at it from the standpoint of, did, do you need more guys because of the injury? Sure. Uh, right. But because we don't know how he's going to be injury wise, Tyler Buckner is a little different because number one, he's now two years into this and mm-hmm. we have a more extensive history of those injuries. Sure. But that's why for me, I, I'm just, I, I'm not going to factor the running back piece into that just because, you know, because I, I don't think that we can we can know for sure how he's going to come back. But I think it's a fair thing to talk about uh, when you look at should they have then gotten a second back in this class? Right. Well, they felt they wanted a second back, not to the point where they were just going to go f- search for one. And when they when they knew they were going to lose Lamar, they decided, hey, we're good to go. But mm-hmm. they wanted one. They wanted a second sure. back for some reason. Right. But Jabron Payne's thing is is there. I f- you have to factor Jabron Payne in for me because. If he's healthy, you got a four-star running back, a third four-star running back in this class. But as far as does having him boost the grade, it's hard for me to do so. The kid didn't even rush for a thousand yards his last two years because right. of all the injuries. And barely rushed for a thousand yards in, in three years because of the injuries. And you know, he was pretty good as a sophomore. So the healthy film is impressive. But mm-hmm. that helped the last healthy film we saw was his sophomore year of high school. Exactly. And so yeah. it's hard to really use him to uh, to bump up that. Now, if he were the number one back in that class, that'd be a different deal. Mm-hmm. But for me, it, it doesn't bring the grade down because, A, he wasn't a need. Because remember, they signed two backs in 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. So the depth chart is healthy, very healthy. I mean, if they decided Jay Lamar, they'd have seven running backs on the roster <laughs> in yeah. 2023. That's too many. You know, right mm-hmm. now they're at a healthy number, and Jabron Payne did stay healthy this year. He did, you know, playing scout team and getting some other time and things like that. So he was able to be healthy. We've heard some good things about him, but I'm not going to use that to then negate his high school injuries because it's one thing to stay healthy 
in practice for a whole year. It's another thing to be the back on Saturday that's getting 15, 20 carries a game and staying healthy. Right. And that's what we need to see more from him, in my opinion. So I think the injury stuff is fair. I'm just to stay consistent with how this goes. Because if we're not going to bump the corner grade up because of Benjamin Morrison being a freshman All-American beyond what we already thought of him, then I'm mm-hmm. not going to bring a grade down because a guy didn't pan out as a freshman or because a guy was injured as a freshman, unless it is a potentially debilitating injury, which is your concern about Jared Darren, which is why it's right. fair to go right. there. It's not just a, you know, had a concussion and missed two weeks or something like that. So I understand sure. where you're coming from. I do. I yeah. do. I'm just trying to, in order to be consistent, not focusing as much on that. I understand. But, I totally get it. But from a number standpoint, it's hard not to ignore it when you look at the potential of maybe should they have brought in a second back this year. But I think once they got a commitment from Aeneas Williams in, in really early November, I mean, he committed in December, but as we've reported here, he gave them a silent commitment in, in November, the weekend of the Clemson game. Yeah, I think that was when the staff decided we're good. We're good now with this class. And then if we need another back, we'll go get one in 2024 is yeah. where they'll go. So that's where I, they're at. I, I'll tell you what, though, man, if Janarian can't come back from injury, just outside of this conversation for a second, I agree completely with you in the sense that seeing Janarian Price combined with Jeremiah Love from a home run hitting perspective over yeah. the next few years is going to be stupid, man. It's going well, to let be me ask dumb. you that, Ryan. Let's say yeah. he didn't have. Let's say let's say you took the criteria that I have set, yeah. right, and say can't factor in injuries from what they've done in the first year, just like you can't yeah. factor in play or lack thereof, just where they were when they signed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What would your grade be then? Would it be uh, an A or would you still be it, A minus? No, nah, it would it would 100% be an A. Okay. I wouldn't even think twice about okay. it because the thing that separates those players for me is they're also not just home run threats, right? They're also guys that are physical enough and have power profile developing that they both could be the lead back if everything worked out, right? Like they, it's, there's no – it's not like they're, we're talking about two just compartmentalized backs who can only handle 10 to 15 carries. I think that legitimately – Moving forward, if Jadarian Price gets back healthy and Jeremiah Love completely continues to fill out his frame, that those guys could be 20 carry guys down the line if you needed them to be on top of the work that they can do in the passing game. And I think both could be good run, run, uh, run block, um, pass blockers, pass protectors as running backs as well. So if you the injuries were not in the conversation at all, in my mind, I mean, I <laughs> like you said with the Richard Young, Justice Haynes versus, you know, the last two running backs in this previous two years. I'm not sure I would trade with anybody in the country. I really don't because I think that Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love together could be a lethal combination that yeah. we haven't seen at Notre Dame in some time, right? Because even the group that we have now with Aldrick Estime, Logan Diggs, Chris Tyree, it's a great trio of running backs, man. A really great dynamic one-two punch as well. But they are so good because they work well off of each other's traits, right? Off of each other's strengths. But they're not really – I think that Logan Diggs has some three-down potential to kind of be an all-around back. But Audrey Gaston is not really an all-around back, right? But Jeremiah Love can be an all-around back, a guy that plays all three downs, can catch the ball consistently yeah. and be the pass-protecting stuff. Jadarian Price is the same way. Like I don't think you ever have to supplement any part of either one of their game to be better in an area. They could be those guys in my opinion. Yeah, I for me, Ryan, I think yeah. they're all I think they're all every down backs. Mm-hmm. I think every kid that they sign with the exception of Jabron Payne is an every down back. 
by every down back, I mean, you can put them in their first, second, third down and use them. I think a logic estimate to your point, I, I, I was, a, I was initially going to push back on you because I kind of mm-hmm. took you saying all around is every down. Not, no. not, not, you can explain that that's not what you're saying. You mm-hmm. are correct. He, he can, his production in the pass game. I think Aldrich can be a weapon in the pass game, but it's how we've seen them. Mm-hmm. Pass blocker, yeah. swing passes, angle routes. That's mm-hmm. good. Catch it and run that's people over. Yeah. What I just make sure where I think you're saying all around is more guys that can be like legitimate, like weapons out of the backfield, meaning they can line up in the slot. They can run wheel yes. routes. They can, they can run seam routes. They can do different things beyond just catching a screen, catching an angle, checking, mm-hmm. catching a swing. Is that basically yeah. what you're okay. That makes okay. that make, I'm with you on that. I think they're all every down backs. It's just, you're going to use Audric estimate on every down differently than you're going to use Logan Diggs on every down. And then Jeremiah exactly. loves Jadaren Price. Okay. Yep. We're on the same okay. page on the same page. And, the thing I, I would agree with you too is I think Jeremiah Love absolutely can be a fifteen plus touch a game guy. He, sh- I, I wasn't sure about that as a junior. He showed me he can be mm-hmm. as a senior, in my opinion. Yeah. And he's just he's still got a lot of filling out to do. I agree, also agree with your point. You, you're not going to need him to do that all the time because of how yeah. deep you are. But he's going to be one of those guys that you're like, dude, if he's not getting twelve to fifteen touches a game in some capacity, you're just not doing this thing right. And then the pushback's going to be, but yeah, but I could say the same thing about Jadarian Price, and I can say the same thing about Aeneas Williams. So like it started with Lance Taylor, it's continued with Dylan McCullough, but Notre Dame in the last couple of years and moving forward is recruiting running back as well as I've ever seen it. Re- going back to I mean, since the Lou Holtz era. Because back then they were signing like five running backs a year because Back then, you'd sign running backs and move them all over the field. It was not it was not as specialized as it is today. But, mm-hmm. I mean, not since Lou Holtz was here have I seen Notre Dame string together Tyree, I mean, Kyron Williams, Chris Tyree, Diggs and Estime, uh, Price and Payne, and then Love in that many classes in a row. Mm-hmm. And especially in 2020 with, Ty, with Chris Tyree. I mean, just you know, that was a big win. You beat Bama and Oklahoma for him. You know, yeah. you beat LSU at the end for Logan Diggs. You had to, you know, there's a lot of schools. You got on on price early, but and then a lot of schools like Texas and other schools started getting in on him late when he blew up as a senior and you held off. And then, of course, Jeremiah Love, you had to beat everybody for him. <laughs> so they're not just getting sleepers like Kyron Williams that nobody knows about and become great players. They're beating dudes for the kids that they've landed the last few years. And when you count Aeneas Williams, so you go Jadarian Price to Jeremiah Love and Aeneas Williams – I mean, when has Notre Dame in three straight years gotten three backs like that that can win in space the way that those three can win in? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's those are guys that you design touches for and just get them out in space, right? Like you said, run wheel routes, run angles, run screens, outside, inside zone. Like, it, you just want to get guys like Love, Price, and Aeneas Williams in space and just let them work, man. And I – I, I don't think that's happened in my lifetime, Brian. Like, I can't think of three back-to-back-to-back years where you got players with that type of skill set at running back. Like, true guys there, that there you was. can line up almost we, anywhere. You were younger. Yeah. 06, yeah. they got James Aldridge. Mm-hmm. 07, they got Armando Allen and Robert Hughes. 08, mm-hmm. they got, um, I think it was Jonas Gray. And then in 09, mm-hmm. they got Sierra Wood and, and Theo Riddick. That was the last time they recruited like this, in my opinion. Yeah. And Armando, before uh, before Armando got injured as a junior, he was one of Stud. the most explosive players I've ever seen. He won the hundred meter right. state championship in Florida. <laughs> end of end of point. About explosive he was. Robert Hughes was a top hundred guy. Jonas Gray was top hundred guy. James Aldridge was a five star. I never thought he was a five star. 
He was really good, but injuries mm-hmm. were just a big reason for a lot of those guys. And some of them happened in high school. James Aldridge yeah. got hurt in high school. Armando got hurt in high school. And and so those were some things, but that, there was a lot of talent in that group. But it, that's mm-hmm. the last time you can go to to this, really, is, is, is this group. And even then, the explosiveness of that, that was talent was as good as it is now, but the mm-hmm. explosiveness was not. There was there was one guy that was explosive as those guys, and that was Armando, and he was sort of damaged goods by the time he showed up, right? right. Um, then you have to go. That was 07. Then you'd have to go to 09 to get to Sear Wood, but Sear Wood wasn't as fast as these two kids. He was a home run hitter, but he wasn't as fast as these two kids. So mm-hmm. back-to-back explosiveness, it, that that's just explosiveness, period, that's been a long time. You have to go back to the Lou Holtz era for that. But it's just yeah. the stretch of running back recruiting, just high quality, we saw in the Charlie Weiss era, who was known as a great – but that's the point. Didn't we always say if, if you could recruit like Charlie Weiss on offense, but then recruit like you know Marcus – I've heard people say, if you could have a recruiter like Charlie Weiss on offense and then somebody like Marcus Rue on defense, boy, this team's going to be pretty good. Well, say whatever you want about Tommy Reese, but since he has – given been given resources it's kind of like the knock that people i used to get in this argument with people about john elway well elway only won super bowls when he got terrell davis and so like yeah exactly meaning like when like joe montana had like jerry rice and john taylor and roger <laughs> craig right name me a you know when troy aikman had emmett smith and michael Irvin. every great quarterback that wins multiple super bowls had great players around him john elway was the only exception of guy that got to the super bowl could you imagine if john elway had the weapons that jim kelly had and the defense that jim kelly had with all due respect to jim kelly that'll go on four in the super bowl i can promise you that okay well that's kind of thing with tommy reese is forget the offensive coordinator concerns or developing players just looking him as an oc he has been the one person him and chad bowden as a tandem have combined to be pretty flipping good the last two years and then when you add the new staff together if they can keep this group together for the most part for a couple more years, you're not going to find many teams in the country, if any, that are going to be able to stack offensive talent across the board like this group has. And that's the point.